77 episodes. 77 episodes, and it's the first time that I have to come back to a previous subject. I tried to talk about it before, in episode 56, the Great Question Contest. I tried to raise awareness to the scourge that is the constant and repeated judging of people's questions, but it wasn't enough. I really have a lot to talk about this plague of good questions and great questions, and I feel that the Great Question Contest somehow missed the point, and the only way to talk about it is with a good, old-fashioned rant. I'm not even going to try to be funny in this episode. That's just how pissed off I am. So here's a great question for you. Why do people have this need to classify some questions as good or great questions before answering them? What's the purpose of it? What's the point? Hey, that's three questions. There should be only one reason why people ask questions, and that's because they want to know the answer to them. Not to have them rate it. Well, unless you're playing Jeopardy, but let's just say that answering in the form of the question doesn't count. And unless you're asking a rhetorical question, but a rhetorical question is just a regular question where the answer is implied. The question is asked to make people think of the answer, even if they're not meant to say it out loud. And anyway, nobody classifies a rhetorical question as a great question. The most popular rhetorical question of all is probably what the fuck. And I've never heard anyway say, wow, what the fuck, that's a great question you have there. But I digress. This phenomenon of the grand question evaluation occurs mostly in talks or presentations that have a sizable, respectable audience. The speaker will give us a nice presentation, and after that, it's time for questions. Now, you would imagine that people would have questions because they are genuinely interested in the subject at hand and want to know more. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to think that too. No, people ask questions because they want to participate and feel important. So someone asks the first question, which is intelligent and on topic, and the speaker says, well, that's a good question. And that is a massive ego boost to the people that ask the question. I mean, they don't really care about the answer anymore. They just feel happy and realize because they managed to ask an intelligent question and thus sound intelligent by doing so. In the meantime, I, who am also in the audience, also have a question to ask, but now I'm thinking that maybe my question isn't such a great question like the one the other guy asked. Maybe it's just a medium-rated question. Is it worth it to ask a medium-rated question? How is asking this question going to make me look in front of the rest of the audience? So, yeah, I'd really like to know the answer to this, but it's probably better that I keep my mouth shut and Google it when I get home. And it doesn't happen much more anywhere else. In all regular places and situations, if someone asks you a question, you just answer it. But if you're giving a presentation and someone asks you a question, for just a microsecond, you're thinking, hmm, how should I judge this question? Is it a good question or just a mediocre question? Is this a question I should compliment or not? It's a weird system where questions are judged and rewarded, and that's what I try to show in the Great Question Contest, a contest where people were rewarded for asking good questions and competed to ask the greatest questions ever, and where the answers didn't really matter. But what qualifies a great question? What actually makes you think, hmm, in my expert opinion, this is such a good question that I should compliment it? Well, what I found out is that there are only two reasons why people classify questions as good or great questions. 
And I know there are only two because I really tried to think of a third one, but I couldn't. If you can think of a third reason, maybe you can leave a comment to this episode to let me know. But so far, these are the only two reasons I found. The first type of great question is the unanswerable question. Simply put, it's a question that catches the speaker off guard and he doesn't really know how to answer. When they say, "Mm, good question, that's a really good question. What they really mean is, you got me, man. You totally got me there. And the reason they say good question is that either they are going to have to admit that they weren't prepared for your question and they cannot give you a straight answer, or they are simply buying time while they think of something to say. And the second type of great question is the reminder question. It's the question that reminds the speaker of that other subject he wanted to talk about or that other point he wanted to get across. And like the unanswerable question, the reminder question is one that the speaker knows perfectly how to answer, but they just neglected to mention it in the presentation. So when they say, you know, that's a really good question because what they really mean is, thank you for reminding me of that super important subject I totally needed to talk about, but I completely forgot. They are just so glad that they are given a second chance to talk about it that they will readily give the question a five-star award. To conclude, the irony of a great question, and that's what's funny about it, and by the way, I'm glad I got to find the funny part in the end, even though I didn't mean to, is that the common thing to these two types of great questions is that they both expose the speaker's own ineffectiveness in giving their presentation, either because they are unprepared and don't know how to answer the question, or because they forgot to talk about that matter in the actual presentation and now need someone else to ask them about it. And that's really the best definition I can give you of a good or great question. It's a question that makes the speaker look like an idiot. Be sure to keep that in mind whenever you hear the words great question again. If you have a great question to ask, or even a medium-rated one, just drop a comment on our Facebook page. You can also like, love, haha, wow, sad, or angry our episodes, and like our Facebook page to be notified of new episodes. Just go to facebook.com slash that's it for me podcast. That's it for me is brought to you by me. That's it for me. See you next week. (laughs) Good question. Actually, no, we're going to have a two-week break for Easter, so see you sometime in the future.